You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And I'm excited because my guest today is actually my cousin, Deidre Mangus. Um, Deidre and I obviously have known each other our entire lives, but she joined my Beachbody team in 2012, I think, around there. And we have been working together for the past eight years. She is one of my top leaders in my organization, and she just recently published her very own cookbook. It is called Forever Fit with a taste of faith. It also includes a 30-day devotional. It's over 100 recipes to help you live a healthy and whole life. And she wrote this cookbook along with her husband, Brent, who is also a chaplain. And um, and it's amazing. And I love it. And I can't wait for you to hear from her today. I just think it's so incredibly awesome to see people in my life go out and use their skills of building a business in other ways to just really give back and to bless others. And so today we're going to have a great conversation about life, about emotional eating, about creating this cookbook, who it's for, and how you can get your hands on it too. So let's dive in and get started. Deidre Mangus um, is my cousin, and we actually have... We started what Beachbody how many years ago together? Eight, eight. years? Yes. It's been eight. It's been eight years. And so I today she is coming on to talk about her passion project. And I just love the heart behind it. And I really want to, I really want to get the word out there of what you've created so other people can check it out. So I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm honored that you asked me to be on here. Yes, yes. Okay, so what I want to do is I just actually want you to kind of tell people a little bit about your story um, and a little bit about why you wanted to create a cookbook. Okay, so I have always been on my health and fitness journey, like my goodness, since high school, and that was a long time ago. Uh And I also was an ER nurse. And I just love helping people. I love the whole fitness aspect and the healthy eating. Um, Cooking for me is like an outlet. It's something that relaxes me. It's something that I really enjoy. And I've actually used it like as a timeout. Like if I need to take a timeout from life, I'll go in my kitchen and I will just cook something up. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So I've just, I've always enjoyed the, the nutrition cooking aspect is just the passion that I've had. Mm-hmm. So over five years ago, <laughs> it has been a long time over five years ago, I decided I want to write a cookbook. Mm-hmm. I'm always cooking recipes, cooking healthy recipes, and I'm always sharing them with my friends and family and my clients since I am now a fitness coach. And I've always had a vision that one day I would be able to take the book of all of the recipes that I share and I could just hold it in my hands. Mm -hmm. So I I wanted to be able to share like my own tips and ideas that have helped me throughout the years that I've overcome with binge and emotional eating 
that I struggled with. Yeah. I mean, I remember our first retreat when we went to Deep Creek, Maryland, and you showed up with, oh my gosh, what was it? It was like the couscous dip and it had um, hummus, right? Is that what it was? Yes, and it's in my book. (laughs) Yes, yes. But that's like one of my favorites. That is one of my all-time favorite recipes that that you have made. Like it is so tasty and good. (laughs) So yeah, you've been, I mean, you've been talking about this for a long, long time that you really wanted to create a cookbook. So, you know, so when did you really, when did you start kind of thinking about it? So I started thinking about it a little, it's been a little over five years, Yeah. but here's the thing. Like I never really took action. It was one of those things. It's crazy. It's one of those things that I put on my goal board because I make a goal board every single year. And I put that goal on my goal board every year. And at the end of every year, you know how like you do an evaluation of like, look what I've accomplished every year. I was not able to cross that off. (laughs) So it was. Yeah. I was going to say why. So what made you kind of say, okay, this is the year I'm going to do it. Right. Yeah. You know, so my husband, Brent, he is in the army in the national guard and he went away for three months to a training to become an army chaplain. And when he was away for that three months, I had a lot of time to think about like what my life, about what I've accomplished, what I haven't accomplished. And the first thing that came to my head was that cookbook. I've never taken action on even starting it. I keep putting that as a goal. And I just, it was like something clicked and I'm like, it has been way too long. I'm sick of seeing other people doing big things and reaching my goals that I wanted so bad. Yeah. And that was just my, my aha moment that I'm like, I just have to do this. There is over a hundred recipes in this cookbook. So I mean, from that, when you decided I'm going to make a cookbook, how does one even begin the process of putting something like that together? Cause it, I mean, it's beautiful. And I read it and go, I don't even know. How did you find the time to do this? Yeah. So here's what I did. I never, I never actually thought that I could be a writer. That's not I don't know. It's just something that I never had belief in myself. Um, So what I did was I took a notebook. I'm such a pen and paper girl. Mm -hmm. So I took a notebook and I just started brainstorming ideas of the recipes that I want, um, how I wanted to format the book, like breakfast recipes, lunch and dinner recipes and salads and desserts and snacks and appetizers. And I just started jotting down like what I wanted in my book. And then I planned in my calendar, I took one hour a week just to start brainstorming and putting it together. And I only started with one day a week because I didn't want to overwhelm myself since it was a big goal that I had for so long. I didn't want it to be a goal where I went all in and then I backed out. Mm -hmm. So I just started little by little. And then as I got more together, um, I started getting more hours in each week. So it was really, you just kind of chunked it. So a little bit here and there, right? So I think most people think, oh, if I'm going to write a book or do something, I have to just sit down and do it all at one time. Definitely not. Yeah. No, it was over. How long was it? I started writing it in January of 2020. Like what a time to start writing Wow. Yes. Yes. And I did it all through COVID and nine months later, it was here public. we are. Okay. So what was the, the filming, not filming, but taking all the pictures was that, how did that process go? <laughs> so, 
That was a lot of food to cook. It was really fun, but really stressful at the same time. Um, I would chunk a bunch of recipes together that had the same ingredients. I would cook a bunch at once and I would have my photographer come and we took, so the first, the first photo shoot we had, we did five recipes because it was like very new for us and we had to figure it out. Yeah. And then as time went on, we were cooking 10 recipes at a time. I was film taking pictures, uh, 10 recipes at a time. And then at the end, I think I did like 20 recipes all at once. It was a lot of work to make sure that everything looked fresh and clean, but it was a lot of fun because then I had my friends over to eat it with me. (laughs) Oh, how cool. That is so fun. That is so fun. Yeah. I mean, it looks incredible. It is beautiful. Um, And the thing I love the most is that it's everyday food. It's not things that are wild and crazy with crazy ingredients. And it just, it really reminds me of our clean eating journey and kind of how we started even with Beachbody and what we've taught our customers, you know, over the years. So yeah, I just, I love it. It's so easy to follow. So I wanted this cookbook to be based around busy moms, busy people who they work, they don't have a lot of time to, to cook. So I wanted these recipes to be quick and easy that people can prep ahead of time. And also they can take on the go. So they're very convenient. Um, I use, for instance, I use a silicone muffin pan for a lot, some of the recipes for breakfast and dessert recipes, because I want them to be able to pop it out, have a portion, take it to work with them. Or if they're traveling, because we travel a lot with our business, that we can just take it on the go. Um, also for parents who want kid friendly meals and also for people who are seeking a relationship with the Lord and who want to grow on their spiritual journey as well. Okay. So I think we need to talk about that a little bit because <laughs> yeah. well, was that part of the original plan to have yeah. the, it what was it? Oh, even? No, not the original plan. Okay. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, I think it really adds a different edge to the experience. So tell us a little bit about why you decided to incorporate that part in there. So it's really cool because you know how like we get upset that we didn't do something sooner. Mm-hmm. So like my five that I had, I would get so mad at myself. And I'm like, why did I not start this? Why is it taking me so long to accomplish this goal? And I'm telling you, that was God's plan. Like that was God's timing. It was better than my own that I thought I had, because if I would have written this five years ago, my husband would not be writing it with me because I didn't know him five years ago. So it's just really cool. It fell into place. So Um, he helped me write the faith part of Mm -hmm. our book. So he did the devotions. I did devotionals and we, our faith is a huge part of our lives. We have a mission to put God at the center of everything that we do. And my husband and I also wanted to help people with not only their physical journey, but also their, their spiritual Mm -hmm. journey. And we wanted to be able to share our journey with how making God the center of our lives helped us overcome a lot of different obstacles and struggles that we've had and just really completely change our mindset with life. Yeah. It's such a cool way to combine food, nutrition, you know, mind, body, spirit, you know, and, and I really love it. And it just, I like that they're themed out. Every single devotional has a different theme. Um, and it's just kind of like a little bite, just a little bite of scripture and the word to just kind of work into, into your life. So it really, it turned out amazing. Um, and I love it. So you, 
also mentioned at the beginning that you are somebody that kind of struggled with emotional and binge eating. So will you kind Mm -hmm. of tell us a little bit about your past, just because I know that that is something in, even in today in society and everything that we're kind of going through in the world right now, we're isolated, we're alone, we're, we're stressed. There's just a lot that is weighing on people. So, but I want to talk about like, what, what did you struggle with? Like, what were your triggers? What caused you to binge or emotionally eat? So basically everything (laughs) I felt (laughs) and it really does tie into 2020 because it has been a really rough year. Uh I felt like, I felt like I was such an all or nothing person. Mm -hmm. So if that makes any sense, I felt like if I was happy, I would want to celebrate with food. If I was sad, I would want to eat my emotions. If I was angry again, I would want to eat my emotions. If I had any feeling, I felt like I relied on food and it wasn't, I was so focused on counting calories and carbs. And I felt like I needed to at times deplete my body of a certain, um, food group. And that was how we would get results. And we see it so often, like you hear all the different fad diets that we have out there. And what ended up happening is when I would go to eat normal, I would just gain it all back. Or I would just be, my body would feel so deprived that I would go crazy and just eat a whole bunch of food at once. Yeah. And then again, I would gain it all back. Yeah. So how did, what were some of the ways that you coped with your emotions differently? Cause I feel like step one, you have to be aware of it. Was there somebody that helped you become aware of it? Uh, and then how did you cope with it? Well, I don't really think it was some, well, our challenge groups where yeah. you me. <laughs> I mean, that's where it really started. Yeah. It was after, you know, after I had my second baby, like I was heavier than I ever was. And I was so sick of those fad diets and, you know, getting on board with you was mm-hmm. huge and being in the challenge group and just having that support system alone, knowing that I wasn't alone on that journey, it helped me a lot. So thank you for introducing me to that opportunity. Well, you're Um, welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. But like, I do have some tips that I wanted to share that it really has helped me. And, you know, like I said, I used to be an all or nothing person. It was like, if I would have one bad meal Mm -hmm. or one bad day, what would be my answer? It would be, I'm going to start next week. Or I'm, you know, I'm just going to start another day. And I would just go on that vicious cycle that I just couldn't stay on track. Yeah. So instead of being that all or nothing person, as soon as you have that bad cheat meal, or even if you have a day where you're just like, you're struggling and you fall off, get right back on and Mm -hmm. focus on finding those healthy alternatives. Mm Mm-hmm because that's, what's really going to help you take steps towards your goal. Um, another thing that really helped me is instead of counting everything, I just use portion control. Again, I didn't want to have to keep counting everything because then I got, I became obsessed over it. So if I, I learned the servings of what I should have with the food groups and I stuck with it, I stuck with just eating everything in moderation. And that helped me feel like I wasn't in food jail. Yeah. You know, have you ever heard of being in food jail? It's like you, your body's deprived of all the things that you want Mm -hmm. and you can't enjoy life. And that's not how it's supposed to be with your lifestyle. 
Right. Um, and then another thing that really, really helped me, this was probably one of the biggest things. And I do talk about it in my book as well is meal planning and prepping food ahead of time. And I used to make the excuse. I was a full-time ER nurse. I didn't have the time. I had two kids under two. I was taking master's classes, um, to be a school nurse at the time. And I made time. I took one day of the week and it was usually on a Sunday and I would get a grocery list. I would make my plan of what meals I'm eating each day. I would go to the grocery store, get everything. And I would take like three hours and I would prep all of my food at once. And I know a lot of people are like, you only took three hours to do it. And here's what I did. Like I would make a lot of the food with the similar, with similar ingredients. So like I would buy a whole bunch of chicken and I would make a bunch of different recipes with chicken. So okay. I was still getting creative and not getting bored of the food that I was eating that we enjoyed it and stayed on track. So that really helps. That's so smart. I never thought to, I just cooked the same meals and ate the same thing five meals in a row. So <laughs> I remember that. I remember when you were posting your meal plans and it was like oatmeal every single day. <laughs> yeah, I never thought to just group ingredients together, but make different things. I was like, ah, oh, this is yeah. just easier to do. <laughs> but I also equally remember you spending an entire, like a couple of hours and posting about that and talking about all, all the meals that you were making. And I, even for me, if I'm not prepared, if I don't go into a week with the right foods in the fridge, with snacks on hand, I mean, I have to end anticipate that there is going to be a couple of days out of the week where like crap's going to hit the fan and I need to have a quick, easy snack or something to curb that craving or that crunch that's in the house at all times. Otherwise I'm going to naturally gravitate towards the unhealthy foods. Yep. And you we know? use it as an excuse to not eat healthy during the week because we're not prepared. Right. And honestly, doing my meal prepping one day for the whole week saved me so much time during the week mm -hmm. when it was after work and we were trying to make dinner for the family. I didn't have to worry about that. It yeah. was just heat things up mm -hmm. and I use my air fryer a lot. So like uh -huh. I would use my air fryer and heat up my food and we would have our dinner without taking a lot of time to prep. But crock pot. We are like all things crock pot. And now like the Instapot is a big one too for us, you know? So, yeah. So a couple of other things too, like even in the emotional eating part, I also feel like if people, it's either perfection or not at all. And I don't know if you have struggled with that, but it's very much so like that. I'm going to start over on Monday or, yes. oh, I've already screwed it up in the morning. So, you know, who cares about the rest of the day kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the all or nothing that, that I was mentioning. It's, it's so easy to fall off and just say, I'll start another day. And it seems to be Mondays. We yeah. go through the entire week or we'll fall off track the entire weekend. And that really causes setbacks. Right. Right. It really does. It really does. If you can like take it one meal at a time, literally one decision yeah. at a time that makes a big difference, you know, and, and two, do you feel like being, you've done some bikini competitions, right? Was it bikini or figure? Figure, yes. Figure. Do you feel like that had an adverse effect to yes. things or do you feel like that helped you to understand what you do and don't want more? I, it taught me a lot, but I did struggle a lot afterwards. You know, I look back, 
It, yeah. My first competition was October of 2014. So in my timeline, you know how like your memories come up in your yeah. Facebook and Instagram, all of my pictures when I was preparing for my figure competition and I looked so different, you know, I'm, I'm still in shape, but I do not look, right. I, I do not have 10% body fat anymore. <laughs> and uh, there are pictures where I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to look like that again. And then I think about how strict I was. And I honestly didn't feel mm -hmm. healthy in many ways. And it's not attainable for me and sustainable for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it has taught me how to eat in moderation and how to make healthy choices. So it has helped me a lot, but I, I have people asking, do I ever want to do that again? And my answer is no, <laughs> I do not have a desire, yeah. you know, but I, I do love what it has taught me along the way. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, even from when I started with Beachbody too, you know, it was like, oh, I'm going to get the abs. I'm going to have the six pack. I'm going to be ripped. And yeah, that's all fine and dandy. But now here we are, you know, eight, nine years later, and it's much more about enjoying life and, you know, not, and not, not that everything has to circle around food, but I'm healthy. I exercise, I drink enough water I make pretty good choices, but I also enjoy some things too. And I think that's yeah. important. Like life is about balance and not being obsessed, but just really making sure that you're making healthy choices, you know? Yeah all about a lifestyle and yeah. that's, you know, that's what we like to teach. Absolutely. It's not a diet. Yeah, absolutely. So what's your, what's your favorite recipe in here? Oh my goodness. Oh, my I favorite, know. my avocado egg toast. I could yeah. eat that like every day and it's so simple. Yeah, that is. That's a good one. That's, that's one of them. One. Okay. Favorite lunch recipe. Um, I love the smothered chicken. Okay. What's love that it one? A lot. Okay. So there's cheese in it. But again, it's all about balance and mushrooms yeah. and it's just really yummy to me. Okay. Well, I like um, it. Bruschetta chicken is also really good. Which one? Bruschetta chicken. Oh yeah. That's like a favorite. That is one of our favorites. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Dinner. Which favorite dinner one? Oh, that's included. Lunch and dinner. Oh, lunch and dinner. Okay. <laughs> Desserts. Dessert. The skinny peanut butter brownies. Oh, it, they're like gooey yeah. and like soft and it like melts in your mouth. Okay. They're so good. Yeah. Better than the blondies. I love the blondies too. I My know, kids love the blondies and yeah. they're made of chickpeas. Like people would never know. Yeah. Like I did not tell my kids when I made it for them. And they're like, this is so good. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, it's made out of chickpeas. They're like, what <laughs> is that? <laughs> I did and that. They with the never black would have had it if they would have known that. I know. I did that with the black bean brownies to my mother-in-law. She had no idea. She's like, "Oh, you made brownies." I was like, "Have one." Had no idea that there were black beans in there. This cookbook is is perfect for anybody that is looking to get started with clean eating. Um, wants to spice it up a little bit and try something new, but also it just family friendly. Like I know you already said that, but it really is. Like this is how the recipes in here is what we both used, you know, as we were going through our journey, it's what we, I laugh. I used to call it like kid tested and husband approved, you know, like we yeah. ate things that our kids would totally eat and that you can take to parties and people aren't going to kind of turn up their nose and say, what did you bring to the party? You know, it's flavorful. It's got, and they're easy. And I think that's the most important part too. Mm -hmm. I love it. You did a great job and I'm so excited for you. So um, where can people find the cookbook? 
So it is on Amazon right now. Mm -hmm. And if you just type in Deidre Mangus or forever fit with a taste of faith, um, you will be able to find it. And you can also go on my blog. It's DeidreMangus.com. Love it. All right, you guys. So it's like just in time for the holidays. So if you need an extra gift or you want to give something to your customers, or if you're in health and fitness, like, I think this is just, it's a great, it's a great resource. It's a great, you know, tool to help you just keep it fresh to come up with some new ideas and, um, to support a fellow beach body coach. And so I'm so proud of you. So excited for you. I appreciate yes, it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on today. It's been such an honor. You guys, um, go check out Deidre Mangus. You're, you're just Deidre Mangus on Instagram, right? Uh, forever Fit Nurse. Okay. Or forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Forever Fit Nurse on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook. Uh, she also has a website, DeidreMangus.com. So go check her out. Get her cookbook. Make sure you tag her if you buy it. And if you cook any of the recipes, make sure you shoot her a message and let her know which one is your favorite. All right. Okay. Thanks, friend. Thank you so much for being here today. And I will see you guys back here next week.